to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with Alex Hudson. Oh my god, I'm back again. No? <laughs> no fans of the Backstreet Boys? I was going to say Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. Yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah. it's not Beach Boys. Welcome to our Wednesday episode of News and Reviews, where we talk news and reviews. And indeed, reviews. <laughs> news and reviews and indeed reviews. And That's... indeed reviews. And welcome to our Wednesday episode, though. Um, it's great to have you with us. Unfortunately, we have to start on a down note again. Because Adam West passed away. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. I thought the, you were talking the, about the first bit of news. I was like, but we both like Black Panther trailer. Uh, no, Adam West um, passed away over the weekend. And it's a shame because he's like the original Batman. Mm. Like the one that I remember as a kid when it used to be on TV. I do not remember that. Uh, it, obviously, it was repeats when I was a kid. Yeah, but like, you weren't born in the 1960s. No. But that he's the first Batman I remember, mm. the Adam West one, um, where it was a bit more going back to like the campy version of Batman, um, and obviously Adam West will obviously be remembered for like the Mayor from Family Guy, um, no fantastic guy and such a shame. Uh, now that he only did a, I think it was last year he did a Batman, a new kind of nineteen sixties Batman thing with DC, like animated movie, mm. and I think they're planning to do another one this year. Very possibly. Um, I think they're definitely doing a comic series. So no, it's it's a great shame. Yeah, they've been they've they've re re resurrected. They've resurrected the comic book series a few times, haven't mm. they? Since because there was definitely a crossover thing where they did a Batman sixty six thing like five six years ago now. Yeah, I think Kevin Smith co wrote it that run or something because it was that and Green Hornet con- combined mm. or something. Um, but you know there was still there was still nostalgia for that series, I believe. But should we talk about? Let's get into the, the happy news. The Black Panther trailer dropped. Black Panther dropped a trailer. Clumsy. The Ryan Coogler directed film, um, all about Wakanda and, and Black Panther and especially. his people. Yeah. What did you think? Oh man, it looks good. I'm you looking learned. forward to this. I think it'll be good. When is it? February next year? Mm-hmm. Bring it out sooner, man. <laughs> Bring it out to compete with Justice League. You'll destroy them at the box office. You'll absolutely monster it. Uh, no, it looks good. You get a nice glimpse of sort of the world that they're going to build with Wakanda and the sort of mm-hmm. old meets new and the idea that perhaps it isn't as backwards a place as people have led them to believe. Yeah, and that's what I hope. I hope they show the kind of true technology of Wakanda. And you get a couple of glimpses, like with yeah, like the flying cars and things like that. You know, stuff like that makes me think that maybe they'll hint at the forward technology rather than all those other countries we have in the world with flying cars and (laughs) fists made out of adamantium or whatever it's called. Yeah, and obviously you get a full shot of the black panther, which obviously isn't that kind of wow because we saw it it in Civil War. But you know that bit where he's getting just. Shot to some dreams, which somebody um, did a breakdown of the trailer and they said they believe that this is going to take place. You're going to have some flashbacks, and that might be actually to Charles' father mm. in that suit because it looks like there's two different People costumes in the, yeah, um, okay. in the trailer. But we also get to see Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. um, looking menacing as all hell. Yeah, he looks like he's going to be some kind of well, he's playing warrior, Eric. Killmonger, is that his name? It's the brother of T'Challa. Um, I think it's Killmonger. Strong name. 
Uh, Killmonger. Don't trust him. No. If you've got a name like Killmonger, don't trust him. No. That is the thing probably is, not a nice man. The thing is, in recent years, you've seen things like Ironmongers be, you know, that's a career that isn't really thriving at the moment. Fishmonger's probably not thriving so much. Killmonger, there's always people who need to be killed. So, you know. Yeah, it is Eric Killmonger. If you're going to be uh, a particular brand of monger, you've got to go killmongering. You also get to see a bit more Andy Serkis, and I think there's going to be a lot more Andy Serkis in this film. Yeah, I, I don't feel like he's going to be sort of one of our one of our main antagonists mm. here. I think, and certainly he seems to be the link between the West and the East, as it were. Yeah, and it Western also looks like and... um, there's going to be some of this happening in the UK. Yeah, there's there's a particular scene in which they're dressed in UK police uniforms. Yeah, or, um, is or it police? well, it might be emergency uniforms or whatever. Um, but yeah, so there's. There's interesting stuff in this trailer. Mm. It does it is, does kind of fill me with hope that this will be the... Uh, I think it will be the big the, the big Marvel movie of next year that I enjoy the most. Only because I know that Infinity War is going to have to do a lot of work. Yeah, it's got a lot of plates time. to spin. So I've, and I always feel that's where, that's where I feel let down by... The, by the Marvel machine is because sometimes it feels like okay, well your solo properties can be so so good. What's, and what's the other one coming out next year? Is it Ant Man and the Wasp or is it Captain Marvel? I thought it was just the two. I thought it I've was, only known them for a year. Well, this year they've got two and Spider Man, haven't they? Technically three. Well, two and a half. I'll give them. <laughs> um, well, last year what did they have? Doctor Strange. Captain America Civil War. None of those. Yeah, but haven't they only just upped it to three? It doesn't matter. I don't think they've got another it's one, because Ant-Man and the Wasp isn't supposed to start filming until next year, I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking I questions. Thought, You're the man who should know, I'm Mr. Asking, Marvel. I'm just asking questions. Mr. Marvel Movies. That's your Twitter handle, Mr. Marvel Movies. <laughs> Whoever's got that Twitter <laughs> handle is going to get three people tweeting them this week. Mr. Marvel movies. Uh, anyway, so... But no, I thought it was a well-constructed trailer. It's like what you said, uh, though, it's... it's uh, When I spoke to you about it earlier, you said the nice thing is it's kind of taken you away from what we already know. Yeah, and I, to be honest, I've seen enough of the world in which we've set most of the Marvel films. I would love to see something that we haven't already seen at this point. Because I think there's, there's chance at the moment of them running running the risk of just fatigue and just sort of overdoing it. But as it is, I think I think uh, Black Panther could be the sort of thing that that allows me to get into a new place that we've never seen before, and explore that that world, and maybe get involved in something that is vastly different in tone and the feel. You know, I think I think the trailer's really well put together. I think mm-hmm. right, it's you know the 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 score to it, the soundtrack to it is you know it's different to anything we have seen so far. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I think Marvel have got a, a string now where they could, pres- presuming Spider Man hits the right notes as it has been in the trailers, that could be great. Thor Ragnarok looks like it should be great. Then this, if they've mm. got three in a row, where I'm like, wow, you've really knocked it out of the park on these. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, and the thing is with it being Marvel as well, and Ryan Coogler. I've got faith in it being at least somewhere decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's move on, shall we? Okay. So, 
Uh, other news this week has been, well, Priyanka Chopra wants to be Batgirl. We know yes. this. Do we do I, we think this is even anywhere close to being decided yet, seeing as he's still got plenty on his well, plate with reshoots? They're and... saying after Aquaman, Batgirl and Justice League Dark will be next on right. film and slate. Um, so that means that, the, are, are they cancelling the Flash entirely now? Just no one's mentioning it. It's, it's, it's like, it's still there on 2018. I don't know like who thinks of, that that's going to come out. It's like the episode of Forty Towers where they're like, don't mention the wars, like, yeah. don't mention the Flash. Like, mm. if you mention it around Jeff Johns, he just gets very angry. Um, so they're going to have to be in preview production soon, I think. And I, I don't mind Priyanka Chopra being... Yeah, it's an like, interesting it's, choice, you know, I think... I think, you know, coming off Baywatch is maybe not the best mm. time for this news to have come out. Um, because she doesn't particularly impress in Baywatch, but then again, no. I don't think she's given anything to impress with, so it doesn't really matter. But she is a global star, so the idea that perhaps DC would cast again out of a comfort zone that we might be attuned yeah. to, that's a, that's an interesting idea. Well, and so I think if be... anyone's going to make these films work, I think Joss Whedon is probably the man to do it. Exactly, and it depends what Joss Whedon wants to work with, really. Well, you know, as soon as every casting um, choice so far has been a woman with red hair. <laughs> like, pretty much every, everyone I've heard of, like, oh, they've been discussing uh, the it. Going, muted, yeah, people right. were like, oh, Emma Stone, Jessica Chastain, um, Bryce Dallas Howard, and you're there going, okay, so you're going down one route. You're going you know, white woman with a, <laughs> with a red with hair. ginger hair. And, you know, it, it, it's... Where's Karen Gillan? She could cross She's over been to mentioned. that one. She's Has been she? mentioned. Has she actually? <laughs> yes. Why? Uh, basically, it's not all from, obviously... I'm still see, thinking it's I'm talking from... <laughs> There's I'm that scene in Baywatch where he dresses as a lady, and I was like, oh, Batgirl, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned that's the most beautiful lady I've ever seen. <laughs> so, yeah, Priyanka Chopra would be an interesting choice, I think. Mm. Um, and again, it just shows that... I think if you're willing... Maybe if you're willing to take those risks, that's where, you know... The thing is, DC aren't necessarily taking too many risks in terms of their previous work hasn't necessarily taken too many risks. Uh, I think Wonder Woman is one of their braver choices so far, but only in the sense that, well, you know, we're both fans of Wonder Woman. We think it's a good, a good film. I don't think it's necessarily the, the world changing film that everyone says it is, but it is really, really solid. And I think if you are if you are trying to make your mark on um, if you're trying to make your mark on the superhero genre now, and it's weird that DC are still trying to make their mark despite being one of two of the biggest you know yeah there's two big publishing houses in the world of comic books, and one of them is struggling to establish themselves on the on the sort of cinematic landscape because the other one has already got such a huge body of work. But it's so. I kind of. I'm sick and tired of kind of going back and saying, I'm so glad that Wonder Woman mm. was as good as it needed to be, and yeah, because uh, if you can build off that with some projects like Batgirl, then maybe that mm. you know stuff that we haven't seen done to death. I've seen Batman so many times. I've never seen a Batgirl film. Well, just to point out quickly as well, um, we did do a Wonder Woman review as a full spoiler special, but yes. basically. The outcome of it is, as a non-spoiler... Yes, if you way, haven't listened to that because um, you haven't seen the film yet. Is, it's very enjoyable. Um, there's a lot to like about it. It's a little bit long. Mm. And some of the special effects are a little bit shaky. Yeah. But apart from that, on a whole, it's actually a really enjoyable experience. Fairly solidly put together and... and... fully recommended. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's basically if you haven't heard that full spoiler thing because you haven't seen it and yeah. you've been wondering, 
oh, what do they think? Actually, we 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 liked it, um, which is something that I'm happy to come out and say. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news on Priyanka Chopra, she was once in a boxing movie, so she's definitely got the physicality to be able to sure be able does. to pull it off. You know, she's got a long and varied career in Bollywood. I'm just going so, through her IMDb you know, list at the moment. So, I think she she is out of the sort of. Out of the ginger white women, she's mm-hmm. the best choice because A, she's not a ginger white woman, and B, I genuinely believe she would be interested in this project. Oh, she, it, it's know, come from her saying She's it, the one it? saying that she would like to, and I think that maybe there have been some talks. I don't know what's going on there. No. It's a smart move by them, and it's a smart move by her, I think. I, yeah. I think that would be a perfect marriage. Well, this actually. could be a bit like when, um, is it Stephen Lang, the guy from mm. The Reef? was like, oh, I really want to play Cable. And then there was just mass loads of rumours of Stephen Lang to play Cable. Yeah. You know, Priyanka Chopra's basically said... Didn't work out there. <laughs> basically said, I want to play Batgirl. Yeah. And now there's rumours that she could yeah, play Batgirl. Well. And there's people doing, like, artist representations and stuff. And, mm. you know, it's a bit like when Anna Kendrick said, oh, if I could play any character, it'd be Squirrel Girl. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's Anna Kendrick is playing Squirrel Girl. But she's basically already played Squirrel Girl in every film she's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> a bit skittish, sort of endangered species. You know, most of our films are about being hunted, right? <laughs> by being killed off by other colour of squirrels. Pitch Perfect 3, this Christmas. Just thought I'd plug that one for <laughs> as if it needed plugging. All right, um, have you got any more news? Um, we've also, we've had a bit about um, Patty Jenkins may not be doing Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, well, we this mentioned is this interesting. In the... So. Spoiler special. Yeah, in the spoiler special, we did say that Patty Jenkins had been signed on, has uh, been auctioned on for a second film. And that was talk, that was confirmed at some point. And then it sort of came out that that wasn't actually confirmed. Mm. And that, in fact, the only person who's optioned on is Gal Gadot. She's got one more at least to do, plus her commitments to Justice League. Patty Jenkins has no such clause. They need to get into that negotiating room and just give her a briefcase full of money and the chance to make the film exactly how she wants to make it. Well, but apparently she said, Patty Jenkins has said she would love to direct a Superman movie. Mm. And after seeing Wonder Woman... Put put any property in her hands. Yeah. The thing is, we did did discuss this on the thing, uh, you know... She said that if there was a, a she well she said that she, her ideas for this the Wonder Woman sequel were that it would be a modern day set mm. thing, and I'm still not convinced by that. I don't think that's the right way to go. I think there's more stories to tell in between. But she is a good director, and she really nailed this one. So I think if you're going to lose her, that's a big loss. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, I mean, it seems stupid that they wouldn't have optioned her on for a second one. And people said, oh, well, she wasn't proven with a big budget. No, but to be honest, once you get into that, surely you see the first cuts of that film and you go, you know what, she's actually assembled something really decent here. Mm. Which is strange because of all the rumblings, basically, from behind the scenes saying, no one's happy with Wonder Woman. Mm. Like, do you remember... like About few, three, four months ago. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about the fact that there's rumblings in, DC, in the DC headquarters of people going, actually, Wonder Woman is a car crash. People aren't going to like this. These studio execs really don't like what's happening. When I watched it, I went, I don't... Like, I only thought about it afterwards. I've gone, I don't understand. If that's if they're right and they say there were no reshoots apart from like, one, one scene um, and all this... Where was that coming from? But apparently DC didn't want the No Man's Land yeah. stuff in there. Yeah, that was that was the most recent story that I saw. And mm. I'm just thinking, well, that's one of the strongest scenes yeah. of the film. Yeah, and if so. you've seen the film, you'll know exactly yeah. why we're saying that. Um, should we just do a quick little 
just bits of news, just okay. headlines. Headlines. Tom Hardy might be playing Jafar. Incorrect. Well, um, correct in that that's a story that's come but out. But it shouldn't be. I mean, uh, what? I mean, I know Guy Ritchie likes unconventional castings, like Brad Pitt as an Irish person. But come on, really? I'm not convinced. I think there's much better choices. Yeah. Um, and also, and uh, this one's mainly for me, um, and and you as well. But um, Luther's going to get a new series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Idris Elba's coming back to do Luther. If you've not seen Luther. At all, go and watch it. Like, surely, bit for you, surely everyone has seen. We both love Luther. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to put you in a position where you're like, oh yeah, I love Luther. I, I thought I'd let you make that proclamation. Why would stuff. that be a shameful thing for me? Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I really my love name's this Alex, show. and uh, I'm an alcoholic, and also I love Luther. Um, I'd rather you focus on the first thing because the second thing is a shameful secret. If you've not, Luther seen is amazing. Luther, Luther right. If you haven't seen Luther, stop watching this. Stop watching this podcast. Stop listening to this podcast. Put on Netflix. Get Luther on and watch all three series that's on. I think only the first three are on Netflix. Yeah. And then go out and find the fourth. Fuck series. it. Fuck it. Buy Luther series one to four because it's amazing. Watch every episode twice. And especially, like, the, I've been watching especially a, a series three. Oh man, start a series three. So good. I started watching. Um, What's it called? Uh, Line of Duty mm. recently because somebody told me oh, it's the best BBC show that's ever been on, and I started watching it. and I was like, it's good, mm. but it's no Luther. Mm. Like Idris Elba nails that kind of grey area. Basically, go watch Luther. Um, also, um, very quickly, E3 news will probably happen next week once we've got everything. Because yeah, we're, we're, in, we're, we're in the midst it. of it at the moment, and there's been some exciting developments and sort of announcements yeah. but we will discuss that probably on next Wednesday's ish yeah, uh, episode probably we'll probably dominate most of the sh- most shows just to it may well even stuff. be Sunday who knows um, just the new stuff but basically uh, kind of breaking the fourth wall we're recording us on Monday um, which means that basically E3 has two days still to run yeah so all the news should be with us by Wednesday meaning that next week we should have that so should we get into reviews? Sweet. One review this week, and it's a film that I have seen. Unfortunately, I was busy dancing this weekend, so I can't yeah, review it. Andy was having too much fun to see films, um, so I had to see The Mummy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, The Mummy is the new universal, dark universe film um, that is supposed to kick off, because they basically dismissed that no one particularly wants to see Dracula Untold. So uh, that no longer counts. Um, so directed by Alex Kurtzman, who's also acting as a producer for the entire series, it seems, uh, and screenplay by David Ke- um, Christopher McQuarrie and Dylan Cussman. Starring Tom Cruise as Nick Morton, who is a soldier of fortune who happens to be the centre of what then goes on. So the film opens in The Crusades... Which is a weird place for a film okay. about mummies to start. What with the Crusades having literally nothing to do with mummies. Um, but essentially, um, a bunch of knights capture a gem from ancient Egypt. Of course they do. And then they bury it with one of them. Okay? Mm-hmm. What a nice, interesting setup for a film that is. But you've also got a bit of a... You've got a voiceover going on here. Guess who that is? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe doing his best English accent, which is also coincidentally somebody's worst English accent. At <laughs> least uh, try going Nottingham again. As Dr. Henry Jekyll, surprise, surprise, he will also become Hyde. Now, the the thing is, I have 
I have big problems and small problems with the mummy. The big problems are, I want it to be a different film. Mm-hmm. The the small problems are, there's a lot of stuff that's wrong with this film as it is. So regardless <laughs> of the fact that it isn't a separate film, this film doesn't work for me. Um, so obviously Tom Cruise is there to give you your movie star, to give you your name to build this franchise around. Because as good as Sofia Batella is... Mm-hmm. She isn't a huge name. She's an emerging star, and she will have a great career. I think we're pretty much, you know, we're sold on her as a performer. She's been, yeah. I've only seen a couple of things of her, um, Kingsman, and Kingsman, uh, she Star, was Trek, in star Trek, Trek Beyond. Beyond. I keep calling it Into Darkness. Star Trek Beyond, yeah. And she's she's someone who's got a growing reputation and is being attached to a lot of big budget movies, and clearly is is good enough to get those roles mm. and perform in those roles. And she plays our mummy in this, uh, who is not called Anuks on the Moon, as I first thought, because that's from the olden days mummies. Um, <laughs> Princess Armanet. Um, so obviously she's buried way back when in Egyptian times because she did a murder. That's basically <laughs> it. And she's buried alive and cursed and put in a prison, essentially, in death. Thousands of years later... Nick Morton, a uh, soldier of fortune, along with his buddy Jake Johnson, can't be asked to remember his character's name, Vale, I think. <laughs> yeah, Corporal Vale, something like that. Uh, there in, cause I think it's it's supposed to be set in Iraq. It, yeah, there we are, in present-day Iraq, yeah. An airstrike, they call in, destroys the destroys the floor of this town and reveals this tomb. Hold up, but her tomb's in Iraq, but she's an Egyptian mummy. Yeah, okay. Did they explain how that happens yeah they explain it underwater river yeah still doesn't make still doesn't make any real sense when when you put it in the in the greater context of this nonsensical film (laughs) so they bring up this coffin and they put it on a plane and they go well we need to take this back to america because we need to study this and then somewhere over the uk it gets grounded this plane gets grounded by a flock of birds Oh, and by this point, Jake Johnson, he's stabbed people on the plane. It's very strange. (laughs) So, I won't tell you why he stabbed people, but he has. The film itself has major problems in which the script is silly Mm. and doesn't make sense pretty much throughout. And you can tell that they're obviously building more. And there's the whole prodigium thing, which is the... um, That's the organisation that's sort of going to be the heart of this universe, which are, they're a group of scientists who are committed to finding evil and eliminating it and then studying A bit like the um, team in Hellboy. Yes, exactly. And this time they're led by Dr. Henry Jekyll, played by Russell Crowe, who has, or you, okay, spoiler alert, you get to see him go full hide in this film. Spoilers. Yeah, but you knew it was going to happen. It's in the Mad. trailer. Is it? Yeah, there is a there is a scene in the trailer where he's where you see him as Hyde. Ah, uh, okay. Does he just look like Russell Crowe? But when you've taken his phone off him, uh, he looks like Russell Crowe with veins in his head and a little purple face. <laughs> the thing is, Tom Cruise is a movie star. We can yeah. both agree about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I really like Tom Cruise. I've said this before. I really like mm. him. The problem is, this is not. The, They've made this a Tom Cruise film, and it shouldn't be. Mm. If you're going to do a dark universe, and you're going to resurrect your classic 
horror monsters. And let's not forget that that's what these are. The original Universal Pictures were horror films, right? Mm-hmm. I'll pretend that you're listening. <laughs> no, no, I am. I'm also just looking up um, Russell Crowe's Mr. Hyde. And instead I came across the picture of Mr. Hyde from... From uh, Leave Extraordinary Gentleman. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> like, it, I, but weirdly, kind of, I would have preferred that. Anyway. Is it, is it that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But it just looks like Russell Crowe. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They tried to ground it, I think, by making it Russell Crowe. Anyway, so. Let's not forget that the original Universal Monsters movies are horror films. Mm -hmm. Undeniably, they are horror films. You can make this a horror film. What they've done is make it an action-adventure movie that reminds you of better action-adventure movies. What you're saying is they should have put James Wan in control of this entire franchise. As if he hasn't got enough on his plate already. Put, no, I'm not saying put any particular person in charge of this franchise. I get that you're wanting to open it up to as many people as possible, so you're not going to make horror movies. But you should. Because that actually benefits what, what the stories you're telling are. What you've done instead is you've reminded me that Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and The Last Crusade are really great films. And this is not any of those three films. You've also got horror comedy in there that reminds me that American Werewolf in London is a brilliant film. And this is not that film, despite <laughs> aping to it on multiple occasions. Does like, almost directly stealing from American Werewolf in London. Does it remind you as well that Brendan Fraser should have it, more work? Those films are great compared to this. We've <laughs> watched The Mummy again recently. The fun side of The Mummy is much better than the fun side of The Mummy 2017. The action adventure stuff in The Mummy, mm. 1999, we're going to go with? Something like around the right time. Is better than the, the action adventure stuff in The Mummy 2017. Yes, it's bigger, louder and noisier, but it doesn't have anywhere near the sort of knowing self-referential. It's trying to take itself too seriously, and it's not a film that can afford to do that, because it is, at its heart, stupid. <laughs> At least the 1999 Mummy, I think, understood that. And if it didn't, it seems that way in hindsight. Can I ask, mm. how does Tom Cruise's screen come across on the big screen? Now, yeah, it, I was going to bring this up at the end. Interestingly enough, I think they've more or less cut it. Because <laughs> the scene where I think it's supposed to happen, you don't get a full... Ah, 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 you don't get the whole thing. Mm. You get the start of it, but I think it then just cuts off. Because I think they may have seen the Twitter backlash towards... Tom Cruise they listen to our episode. Hashtag Tom Cruise screen. Oh, was... and also, another question. Um, how big is the hashtag 50 foot wall? And how good does it look on the Okay, well, how, how big is it? It's 50 foot. How... Does, it, does it look 50 foot, though? It looks bigger, to be honest. Oh. I, think oh. it actually, I think it is bigger than 50 foot. It's a very small part of the movie. I'm going to... Spoiler, spoiler alert. The 50 foot wall is not the main antagonist, but as, remember, I, as I thought. But remember, hashtag Dinosaur Man exclusive. Yes, well, it was you a told, Dinosaur Man exclusive. You told everyone there was going to be a 50 foot wall and in this here. It going to be mentioned. And guess what? By the sounds of things, there was. Now, the thing is, what I will say to finish off is... The don't moment... say we don't ever bring you exclusives here. So the mummy will make its money back. That's a guarantee. It's bombed pretty much in uh, in America, but worldwide yeah. it's doing well enough. Uh, it's already 
got 125 million back off a 175 million budget. It's going to make its money back. Um, and they've already said that they're going to go ahead with the rest of the franchise anyway, mm-hmm. regardless of how well it did. So the next one on the slate is Bride of Frankenstein for Valentine's Day 2019, directed by Bill Condon, who brought us uh, Beauty and the Beast this year. Mm-hmm. And rumoured to be starring Angelina Angel. Jolie. That They're in talks at the moment. That is an interesting idea. I think maybe that could be very interesting. The problem I think I'm going to have is that all of these films will be rated PG-13 or uh, 12A over here, right? Because you've got things like Creature from the Black Lagoon coming up, Invisible Man coming up, Van Helsing coming up, Wolfman coming up, Frankenstein, Dracula. You could make really good horror films that bring these characters new life and don't necessarily just feel like cut and copy jobs of any other action adventure film i wish to set you a challenge i want you to create me a dark universe how you think it should be done right using the universal monsters that they've said so so using their slate yeah okay it can be any age rating you want right but i want so do you want me to give you like an elevator pitch for each of the properties yeah yeah well We'll this will be to... a separate episode at a later yeah. date, yeah. But I'm interested to know how you would have done this then. If you think that basically it could have been done a better way, yeah. I'm now interested to know how you think that could have been done. All right. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, you won't like it, <laughs> but I will. Um, my, my, we all remember my carnage pitch, right? My idea is go hard R, mate. <laughs> oh, I am. Hardest of R, like... There's going to be blood, guts, and gore. There's going to be viscera. How many blowjobs in the first scene? David Cronenberg is going to be directing all of them. It's going to be body horror, body horror, body horror. (laughs) I mean, it won't be as graphic as your Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. Your your twisted mind. (laughs) Your mind is smut. Your mind is smut. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much what... So if, if I was to sum it up, no, I would not recommend. But I do have a feeling you're going to somehow really enjoy this film. Well, I'm going to try and catch it this week. Um, I, I keep saying that about things. I never managed to catch up with King Arthur. But I will go and catch it. Still in one. cinemas. It only one show in a day at like 10am. One more showing than it needs. <laughs> but I will, I will catch up with this one and just um, see it out. Uh, but the main thing is Transformers is coming up, so... You know, I've got to clear my mind for that because the, last, to one, go. the last one made me so angry. Uh, as always, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at DinosaurMan15 on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Buzzsprout, all those other sites where you find your favourite podcasts. That is true. If you've found this podcast, then chances are you found us on one of those. You can break, comment, subscribe, review, leave a nice comment and tell your friends about this podcast because we like the help and all that stuff. Did you like The Mummy? I didn't, but you might have. (laughs) Tell me about it. Tweet at us. Andy, you did the theme song with Johnny Neves. It's good. It's really good. This time it was all in hieroglyphics. Good work. Good work. Clap, 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 clap. I'm not even going to edit it out. It's just so much shame, Glaze. Andy, thanks for having us. Do you want to lie down? So many hides. Oh, I've eaten too much today again. This is been really free recently. Andy, where can you find you? Here. Cool. Where can I find you? Probably in a ditch somewhere. <laughs>
until next time. Bye bye, everybody. It's the mummy. <laughs> Die, 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 die.